everybody, this is Jim Young with Evolved Athletics, and uh, looks like we're on episode 9. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me. Today's topic is going to be neat. And I don't mean neat in the sense that it's cool, but neat, neat is a uh, acronym that we use that refers to the... Well, I'll tell you what NEAT stands for, actually. Let's start there. Non-exercise activity, activity thermogenesis. Woo. Difficult getting that out of my mouth. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That stands for NEAT. And NEAT essentially is the energy that's expended for everything that we do that is not sleeping, eating, or exercise related. Which means that it could be a range of different things, such as walking to work, typing, performing yard work, um, anything else that you can think of that falls into uh, the other basket that's not sleeping, eating, or exercise related. That's what NEAT is. So even while you're sitting down typing at your desk, you're still burning calories. However, it falls into that acronym of NEAT because it's not exercise related. The other thing that I want to break down is metabolism. So essentially what we use as professionals to help people gauge the amount of calories they should be consuming from day to day is something called the TDEE, total daily energy expenditure. And I promise this will all make sense that I'll circle back around and tie this into neat here in a second, but I think it's important to remember or to know that there's essentially three I don't know that I call it distinct, but three different categories of metabolism or metabolic rates uh, or things that affect metabolism. And the first one's going to be the thermic effect of food. So we, we hear from time to time this pops up, especially when we're talking about protein and carbohydrate uh, metabolization, the thermic effect of food, so how much energy it takes to digest, distribute, and assimilate those nutrients, specifically macronutrients. Uh, so with protein being the most um, intensive, so protein requires the most amount of energy. It's one of the reasons why um, we suggest consuming slightly higher amounts of protein. The next thing is going to be basal metabolic rate, or BMR. So most people who've been in the fitness industry or have worked with a trainer or just have been reading a lot about uh, exercise, nutrition, wellness, things like that, have probably heard of basal metabolic rate and essentially that's just resting metabolic rate. And when we look at how BMR relates to total daily energy expenditure, we would expect to see about 60 to 70% of the calories expended during the day to be predominantly basal metabolic rate or just resting metabolic rate. So again, that's another category that affects total daily energy expenditure. The next thing is going to be the thermic effect of physical activity. This, we would imagine, uh, accounts for, I don't know, I've seen all kinds of numbers, but I would guess, just off the top of my head, 15 to maybe 30 25 or 30% of your total uh, daily energy output. So that's going to be 
again, another the third aspect to the calories that are expended throughout the day. So those three things, basal metabolic rate, thermic effect of food, and thermic effect of physical activity are going to comprise your total daily energy expenditure. And that's pretty important. Now, <laughs> where does NEAT fall into this? Glad you asked. So the thermic effect of physical activity can actually be broken down into two more subcategories where one is the planned exercise and the other one is the non-exercise activities, which you guessed it at this point is the non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Just as a caveat, NEAT's an acronym that was developed to make it easier for researchers to talk about this particular category much easier in the research papers. Rather than just continually calling it non-exercise activities, they wanted to give it a fancy name and call it non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Regardless of the fact, NEAT still plays a fairly decent role in how we look at caloric expenditure. Because you only exercise for a short period of time each day, if you exercise every day, right? There are some people out there that still only work out three or four times a week where they're doing some weight training and maybe some cardio, or they're doing one or the other. So with NEAT, what we look at is... All of the other activity that's happening throughout the day, and especially with people that are having difficulty losing weight, again, I'm going to stick with the weight loss aspect just because I think, again, it's much more relatable. Um, Typically, individuals that consume the most health and fitness information tend to be those that are looking to improve not just their, their physicalness, that's not a word, but... I'm going to use it, but also their their health and maybe reduce body fat and things like that. And the reason NEAT's important for those things is because you're only exercising for a certain amount of time each day or throughout the week. So what makes up the rest of your day? It's going to be those non-exercise related activities. So to kind of put this in perspective, uh, the... U.S. Department of Health has been for quite a long time now been promoting the 10,000 steps a day. And the reason for that is because those added calories that you would expend during that exercise can actually increase and amplify the amount of weight that you're going to lose assuming that you're controlling your food intake. Right, assuming that you're still exercising three or four times a week, five times a week, what what have you, then by increasing your non-exercise activity and then controlling your calories, you're going to lose much more weight than if you weren't doing, say, the ten thousand steps a day. Uh, you see a lot of cyclists now that are using that as a form of transportation. I know some people do it because it saves on gas. You know, it's a cost, it's a cost thing. And some people are walking to work now rather than driving their cars. You know, they might live in the city or something like that. But again, the premise behind NEAT 
is that it holds just as much importance in your day-to-day activity as making sure that you exercise. Getting up and moving a little bit every day, again, is just as just as important as getting in your workouts. Honestly, if I had to rate it, I would say that knee probably has much more of an impact on your weight and overall health than just the nitty-gritty hard, hard exercises themselves. Again, the rationality behind that is going to be you're only going to be able to exercise at a high intensity for you know a given amount of time, but yet working on those 10,000 steps a day, you're going to be able to do it on a daily basis without fatiguing and you're still expending those calories. Now, let me make it abundantly clear. I'm not saying that say for instance the 10,000 calories a day or 10,000 steps a day is more beneficial than, you know, a prescribed planned exercise routine. I'm not saying that at all. However, I would say I would argue that you would probably see a greater benefit initially with just adding in 10,000 steps rather than, you know, three or four workouts spread out throughout the week. And again, as always, there's going to be some nuances to this, right? With health and fitness and things like that, things like this, there's always a what if or it depends, right? Nothing's really set in stone because each person is slightly different, okay? Each person, each body for the most part is the same. And what I mean by that is you and I have one stomach, you and I have one heart, you and I have skeletal muscle that requires proteins to function. Every body, every body for the most part is the same. Everybody, right, the person themselves, their attitude, those are all different. Those are all different for the most part. I'm getting away from my, the initial topic of uh, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, but again, sometimes that happens, I... I get kind of sidetracked to start talking about other things, but, but again, you know, there's, there's so much to be said for just getting up and walking, you know, getting up and cleaning a little bit, getting up and going for a walk with your kids or playing with your kids or what have you, just getting up and moving every now and again is going to help with burning, you know, a handful of calories more. So before I end you know, this, this particular topic, what I want to do is I want to try to add in an actionable item. And what I would suggest, if you're not already doing this, is something like a pedometer or a Fitbit. Or a lot of uh, smartphones have the pedometers built right into them now. That's probably something that if you're not tracking already, to track now and try to make it a goal to get in a few more steps. Right, so the goal right away might not be ten thousand steps, but that might be something that you can work towards. And this is really easy to implement, regardless of what your existing training protocol is. So, if you're a strength and power athlete, there still is no reason why you couldn't do this. Right. The other thing that I tend to recommend to people is parking farther away from your job. So, for instance. If there's a front row parking for the building that you work in, park a couple rows back. 
you know. If you use an elevator to get to a particular location, take the stairs next time. Each one of these things is going to get you closer and closer to what your particular health and fitness goal is. And I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's the little things that add up to to have the greatest impact. And if what you're looking for is to lose weight, to lose fat, to maintain muscle, it's the simple things, the really simple things that you have complete control over that's going to get you to that goal. Hey everybody, before I leave, I just want to say thank you for staying to the end. I appreciate everybody that listens to the podcast. And again, as always, if you want to reach out to me, evolvedathletics at gmail.com. You can go ahead and email me any topic, comment that you want to make. I'm all ears when it comes to stuff that you want to talk about or that you want to hear more of. You can also check me out on Facebook. Just type in Evolved Athletics in the uh, search bar and I'll pop up. The other thing that you can do is always check me check me out at evolvedathletics.com. Uh, there you can actually jump onto my email list. I don't email a whole lot, so don't worry about getting, you know, weekly, daily emails trying to push whatever kind of product that's hot for the week. I don't I won't do that. I will, however, email periodically, probably once, twice, maybe three times a month. Um, giving you an idea of what's in the pipeline. Again, the course at learn.evolvedathletics.com, the Supplements 101 course, that is still free. And again, I'm building out the Building Strength uh, course, which should be available probably in the next month. That's what I'm shooting for. So if you jump on the email list, you'll get updates regarding those courses and any podcasts that I might be coming out with, new episodes, things like that. So again, evolvedathletics at gmail.com. You can always email me there. Facebook, Evolved Athletics, um, and then evolvedathletics.com, the website. And as always, if you listen to me on Anchor, you can always shoot me a message on Anchor. I appreciate your time, everybody, and I hope you have a nice day. Thanks. <music>